Welcome to the Startup Grind podcast. Startup Grind is the world's largest independent startup community, inspiring, educating, and connecting millions of entrepreneurs across the globe in partnership with Google for Startups. These are the stories of disruptors, innovators, and game changers from the fastest high-growth companies and venture capital firms in existence. Join us as we unpack their strategies, learn from their mistakes, and grow together. There's no time to wait, so let's begin. Hey all, Chris joining you, your buddy, back on the mic, and today we're doing a throwback. This is the Startup Growing Global podcast to the time I hosted Maggie Zhao, the new general manager, Australia, New Zealand for Ali, the Alibaba group and we're incredibly excited to have her. It was a big deal, Alibaba coming to Australia. Jack Ma came for the launch, so that was cool. And I have to tell you that I was at the launch event and I knew one of the mic runners when it came time for a little bit of Q&A and I chickened out. I had the opportunity to ask a question, like literally the first one, and I was going to go with, do you invest in Australian companies? Hoping that somehow that would you know, get to a conversation where he'd invest in my company, we'd end up best buddies and I'd star in Alibaba pitches. But that chain of events never occurred, sadly. So, you know, when you have these moments, seize them, seize them. It's just unstartup to not do that. Yeah, chickened out. Anyway, Maggie Zhao, incredible entrepreneur herself, uh, and the reason I wanted to grab her on stage because she's one of the co-founders of Taobao, one of the biggest marketplaces in the world, instrumental in, in, in um, building Timor around the world, and then came to Australia for the launch. So I think share, you know, this is highly speculative, but probably shares vested. Now it's time to just be by the beach, but uh, I don't know. Incredible story, incredible entrepreneur, and listen out for when she pitches the Alibaba group portfolio about halfway through. I could not stop her nor did I want to. It was uh, super impressive, some of the products they have to their name. Incredible. Enjoy. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you, Chris. Um, tonight, very informal chat. Um, I really just want to, before we get into the story of Alibaba, just hear a little bit about your personal story, your background. Um, I always ask the question, was there a father or mother that was an entrepreneur? What started you on this entrepreneurial journey? No, no one from the entrepreneur. <laughs> um, my mother and was an English teacher, and my father was a teacher before, and then later he worked in the, in the government, so as an officials. Yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah my well, family. Yeah, and then well, we'll say, what was your education? How did you get into like what? what? Um, yeah, uh, I was now graduated from very famous <laughs> university. Yeah, but it's quite good. I I, I studied in, in the hospitality management, and later on just so um, studying for English, um, so foreign trade English in Hangzhou University, but later on it's called Zhejiang University. Yes. Yeah, just so. And was there any? Um, so from school, what, what happened after school? What, what, what kind of job did you get? Um, my first job is actually I, I was working in a hotel. Yeah, there's a hospita hospitality uh, industry. So I worked in a um, four-star hotel in Hangzhou. And that, yeah, made me 
and know about Jack. <laughs> so yeah, during my 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 working in in the in the Hangzhou and Wangbo Hotel, um, I became the the student of the Jack Ma's English Club. Right. Yeah, I just heard that heard his English Club is very unique, and then just I tried to to join it, and then just uh, to get an interview from the from his English club, and then just join it. It's very unique, and you know, it's a, the oldest student in in the English club is 80 years old. Right, so was it that Jack Ma used to hang around the front of hotels to learn English, is that right, is that the story? No, um, actually, Jack was an English teacher in the university, oh, right. and at that time, he, he just, uh, he, he is very active. In the society, and so he ran the English club and organized a lot of young people to study and to talk, chat together. A lot of topic and conversation happened in the, in the uh, English club, and also he ran the English, um, English translation agency at that time. So already a business guy, very early on. Um, actually, uh, it's not very formal, but yeah, just uh, like a study uh, for the business. So this is the first time you met Jack. You're doing this English class. Was a lot of the other founding members in that in that group? Um, not quite. No notice about that. Actually, it's a very long long time ago. Yeah, but very interesting. You know, I think that's a, it's the right time. I, I working in the hotel and met Jack at that time, and I'm very lucky to to know him. And you know, maybe I can tell you about some story um, by Alibaba. Yes, please. Yeah, and Jack Ma, you know, 1999, he was in, he, he was still the English teacher in the university, but because his English is quite good, so he was invited to be um, the, the advisor and translator for a company, a high speed way um, company. Yeah, so they have a, a negotiation with um, American. American partner, some someone that's investor. So they are not quite sure about the this, the background of the investor. So they just ask Jack if you can help us to go to um, America to investigate that investor. So he and then Jack agreed and and went to to America to to do that. And then he found that actually the the investor was a cheater. Right. Uh huh. And yeah, so it's like a Hollywood story. <laughs> and even today, his luggage is still somewhere in, in America. <laughs> and then he ran away, um, and then just uh, using the pocket money to win a, a net ticket in, right. yeah, in, in Las Vegas. And then he went to Seattle to, to meet his um, friends. And that his friends actually so very busy, and then just ask ask Jackie, yeah, has a computer, whatever you want, it's serving. Uh, and Jack just very curious about that, and then just uh, search the the first word is beer. <laughs> Even don't know today why he chose the word beer, and then found the and the beer from um, German beer, beer from Japan, or any beer from China. And then he searched the second word is China. Only 50 words about Chinese history. Yeah, so he was shocked. And then he put the, the information about, you know, he has a, a translation agency. 
and then he put all the information about his own translation agency. And then he put the information in the morning, um, and then three hours later, at noon, several facts received in China, and his officer called him. Why we got so many facts and want to cooperate with us? Everyone said, just so you are the first company you can search in China. Yeah, can we you know, work together? So actually, Jack was yeah, really amazed about that. And then maybe it will be the opportunity for the future. Um, and then that night, he was sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> and back from, from Seattle, he, he quit his English teacher's job and then want to begin his, his own business. So he want to um, open a, a registered company named the Internet Company. But actually, it's really hard for him to register a company the name like that because nobody knew about the Internet at that time. And also, 19, in 1995, actually, the, the in, Internet infrastructure, almost nothing. So when we just, uh, just uh, download a website, web page, it cost us three hours and a half. Right, yeah. Yeah, so when Jack talked about internet to everyone, everyone just called him liar, cheater. Nothing, because nobody can believe that is something yeah, they, they have not met before. Yeah, but even that, just uh, Jack, yeah, still um, keep on going, never, never give up. But at that time, you know, because nobody believed believe him, and then he tried to begin to persuade the people around him, the students, the friends, yeah. And then I was one of that. And I persuaded my general manager of the hotel, and my general manager said, well, why not try? Yeah, and then we became the first customer of China Yellow Pages. All right. Yeah, so Jack at that time actually was called by the media, the, the father um, of China Internet so at that time. But very interesting story happened. You know, that, that year, um, the Union Women Conference uh, was held in Beijing. So those women representatives uh, just want to find a hotel and then search online. Only Hangzhou Wanghu Hotel. Yeah. yeah, and then they just asked, oh, we want to book that hotel. And Jack said, there's no way. Uh, the, the, the conference will be held in Beijing. Hangzhou, Beijing, yeah, too far away. But even though uh, those uh, representatives yeah, still stay for two nights after the conference. So that's what yeah, I think that's a very unique and it's, it's very special experience in my in my career, and and then that also, yeah, 1995 already um, met internet, and then yeah, you know, at that time my, my hometown is in in, in Zhoushan. my mother is a Hangzhouese, my father is a is a, a Taizhouese, but they all belong to Zhejiang province. Hangzhou is the capital of Zhejiang province. But they graduated um, in Hangzhou, and then to to support Zhoushan um, and to distribute for that. And you know that every year when I'm working in hotel and I have a holiday, so I can go to, go back to to Zhoushan. I just uh, all the brochure of China Yellow Pages and go to Zhoushan to go to the government and talk about about the internet. Internet is the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, so was 
So it went from the translation service to the like a yellow pages, and then and then as and then slowly the internet started. It's actually, to pick up. very very difficult at yeah. that time, you know, because yeah, you need to persuade everyone. That is something they have never seen and also can't see. You know, when you you talk, talk to the the this little company, I can help you to promote to the world and actually you can't see that the web page or whatever you cannot see that actually it's very hard to promote the, the, the business and also they run out the, the money and then just, and later actually it's a SOE state-owned enterprise and control this company China Yellow Pages right. and then Jack actually it's very hard for him to make decision and then just uh, several years later, two years later, he was invited to, to help the government, um, the central government, to, 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 to build up the website to support the SMEs. And, but actually the philosophy between him and the government is different. Government actually doing that, actually want to control those uh, companies, but Jack's yeah, in his philosophy, he just want to do the service. So different philosophy, and then make him just, uh, he just want to um, run his own business. So he, he went to Beijing in 1997, and the end of 1998, he just want to come back. But at that time, actually, he um, brought um, several, maybe the founders today, but they, they, they worked with him together in China Yellow Pages. So they uh, went to Beijing together with, with, with Jack. You know, in 1998, actually, internet is very hot, very popular. And all the investors are chasing that. Yeah, so all the salary of that both company also very, very, very good, uh, very attractive. But that, at that time, Jack wanted to come back from Beijing to Hangzhou. So he just, uh, he, he called those uh, people together and said, I just want to go back home. You guys, uh, if you want to leave Beijing, I can recommend you to, to those companies. Uh, Sina, Yahoo, um, Soho, all very good. And your salary maybe will be five times than, than now. Uh, but if you, you guys want to go with me, go back home, we can do another company together, but I can only offer you 500 RMB um, because I have no, no, more, no more money to give you. And you guys need to live, uh, live in very close to my apartment because you, you won't have money to, to call a taxi. Yeah, so these guys just think just uh, three minutes later, say, we, we come together, we go together. Nice. Yeah, very moving story. <laughs> so Jack must be he's a pretty charismatic guy. He's he's um, mm. a sales guy. Yeah, he sell, he's selling his ideas quite well. And everyone, you know, when even at that time when we we were nothing, he always can inspire people a lot. And I still remember that time, the, the end of 1999, I was um, working in another hotel. And that time, I was the, the manager of the front office of, the, of that hotel. And already, um, more than 30 people report to me. 
and then um, Jack up and then just talking about his uh, just uh, building a, another company named Alibaba. Uh, and, and then he said, yeah, why not join us? Oh. So my, my employee number is 48. So at that time, you know, just only very few people working with him. And there was like 11 founders or something too, yeah? 18 founders. 18? Yeah, wow. 18 founders uh, founded Alibaba in his own apartment. Uh, and then we built the, the mission, very humble mission, to make easy to do business anywhere. But you know, at that time, he, when he talked about uh, Alibaba, very excited and just describing the future of Alibaba, the future of the internet, and it inspired me a lot. And then he said, I always can inspire people, but you need to calm down. <laughs> Think about the gap, if you can accept it or not. Because now you are very experienced in the hotel, and also you have the team reported to you. But if you come to come join with us, even before you, you have met the, the, the internet uh, very earlier, but to Alibaba, you're the newcomer. So you need to report to er anybody. And then you need to start from scratch. Just uh, empty yourself. Yeah, so can you accept that or not? Yeah, I think that's a, you know, I already um, just uh, know about something of that before Alibaba. So I'm not surprised about that. And then just I decided, yeah, why not? But I just chose a very special date. Uh, I decided at the, the end of 1999, but I joined Alibaba the first working day of the millennial year. Yes. Yeah, so the new millennial and new century, new economy, and new, new opportunity. Everything is new. Right. And that was when 1999, everyone was worried all the planes were going to fall out of the sky. and Wasn't it 1999? Yeah. yeah. Um, so start Alibaba, first day, year 2000. Tell me what it's like, tell me what the culture's like. Sounds like Jack was a very inspiring guy. And how do you keep up this momentum? And can you tell me about um, just the incredible growth and, and some of, the, um, some of the, the pain along the way? Mm. I think uh, today when I am um, here, sitting here very excited and see so many um, startup companies. You know, Alibaba was also created from a startup company. And we always say in that um, small is beautiful, small is powerful. Yeah, so that is all, all the experience yeah, from what we have experienced. So maybe I begin from yeah, what is Alibaba and uh, what, what we are doing. Yes, I think a lot of people maybe just know about Alibaba's name, uh, but don't know about what Alibaba can help the business here. Uh, why we, first, uh, why we chose Alibaba, the name? You know, it's very smart, I think. Um, you know, the early days of the internet, actually, it's it, it very important for you to select a, uh, an easy name. An easy name. So actually, we we named a lot of names of uh, this company, and the Jack just uh, chose chose the, choose this this name. Yeah, it's uh, very smart because Alibaba, whatever it is in English and or Chinese spelling, all the same. Alibaba, you won't you won't spell it wrong. It, 
you won't spread it wrong. So it's very important. Otherwise, in the early day, nobody know you, and then just uh, typing typing wrong, and just go to another website, right? And the other thing is Alibaba. Yeah, you will imagine that it's a it's a very small and uh, uh, very famous story. Uh, and Alibaba, our open sesame, <laughs> right? So it's about that just a, uh, it's a, like a magic code. And uh, we want all the business on our platform using this magic code and can open the door to find the wealth, to find the pathway to do the business. So that's what, what we want to do. And Jack and also after, when, at that time he was in, um, in America, and, and uh, just uh, in a bar, and he, he asked the, the waitress about, do you know Alibaba? And she said, yeah, of course, I know. What is it? And she said, open sesame. That's right. That's what we want, what we exactly want. Yeah, so, and also Alibaba is, um, is begin, begin from A. Yeah, so that means we begin from um, scratch, but we want to just to reach the A level. And also in the early days, saved a lot of marketing money for us because when you're listing, we always list the, the, the beginning. Uh, so Alibaba, actually, we began our business from, from B2B. B2B um, to help the small, medium-sized company to access to, to all of the world. You know, 1999, actually, WTO already coming, but or designed for the big company. You no, know, any SMEs um, got the benefit from that. And then, you know, so many small companies, they did not have the opportunity <laughs> even go to Guangzhou to attend the fair show and trade show. Um, so we just want to build up the, the, the platform to help those SMEs and just uh, help them to, to posting their um, their, their, their information online and let the buyer and the seller to meet together. But you know, wholesale is not, it's hard to, for them to do the business online. So they meet online and do the business offline for the traditional way. That's our first business. And then just so uh, we, I think it's uh, um, very special, unique is that the Longchamp Taobao. Taobao was launched in 2003. Actually, before that, we always focusing on, on B2B. And why we, we, we will do the B2C, uh, C2C, C2C model, actually, Jack already saw the, the challenge. And uh, yeah, maybe if we don't do the C2C model, actually eBay, maybe we'll go to China to do the C2C. So that's why we, we, were, we were just jumping to the C2C model. And I'm very lucky to be the, one of the non-founders of, 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 uh, of Taobao. And uh, yeah, um, you know, at that time, one day, uh, our HR department called nine people to a conference room and said, we will do a new business. And what is it? I cannot tell you now. <laughs> you need to sign the yeah, confidential um, contract with us, and then we will tell you. Um, yeah, and then nine people disappeared from the office and just uh, went to Jack, Jack Ma's own apartment. So at that time, Alibaba was already in another building. We ran just a lease of a building and then to, 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 you know, for, for more, more people to work. But 
his apartment always like a revolution base. Yeah, all the new projects will will were born there. Yeah, so the second baby that is a uh, Taobao. So we all just uh, working there. At that time, even my husband didn't know where and what I'm doing at that time. Yeah, and, and you know, I at that time just I uh, have my my son. Um, half a half a year, six months. Right. Yeah. So my husband just sent me to the park, uh, the gate of that um, community, and then I just stopped there. <laughs> and then I just uh, went to to for work. So even he didn't know what I'm doing at that time. Um, but that was very, um, you know, I can still. Um, remember a lot of details on that on, on those days, and also you know it's very hard to 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 do the C two C at that time, and you know uh, eBay actually already had a um, uh, a company in China named Ichnet, but today how many people have heard about the name of Ichnet? No. Nobody. <laughs> oh, just one <laughs> Chinese people has heard about that. Yeah, so. Actually, each net is a C2C um, for, for eBay in China at that time. But at that time, they have already 95% of the market share. Wow. So we began to do this model from zero. Yeah. So it is very hard. So when Jack told telling the story about it, about Taobao in Wall Street, all the investor, investors ran away. They said, eBay will win, Taobao we will lose. But Jack said, eBay is like a shark in the ocean, and Taobao is like a, a crocodile in the Yangtze River. So if we fight in the ocean, we will lose. But if, you, if we fight in, in the Yangtze River, we will, we will win. So because we, we know this market much better than, than, they, than other people, other competitors. Can I, can I ask, because um, we've got a lot of people you know, building their own products here and launching you know, their startups, how much of, uh, I guess it's a startup question, how much time were you talking to customers or, or the, you know, the, the people that were going to be on the platform or was, uh, or was a lot of it from you know, Jack's vision of how this product should, should be? How much? Yeah. We're always talking about that and talking about our mission and all, always our, all the products we were created, all the business actually all around our mission to make it easy to do business anywhere. But were you, were you talking to your customer and yeah. getting, the, getting their input into the product, into, the, into Taobao? Into Taobao? Yeah, like you know, the, the features that they wanted or you know, the, what, what we are asking. Yeah, we, we will listen to uh, our customer yeah, and customer experience. So in several ways actually, first actually we have the, the consumer have the comment when they um, buy things online and they have the comment there. So we will learn about that from those comments, what's the customer experience, is it good or not? Um, and the other way that is also we have some, yeah, we will have a channel hotline and whatever, yeah, just uh, to listen to our customer. Yeah, so because now at, nowadays actually we, um, we have so many business and so many BUs and actually all the business model is different. So different model, different BUs, they have their own channels to communicate with the customer. Yeah. 
So that is for um, Taobao. And actually, it's very, um, very hard for, um, at that time in 2003, you know, um, people, it's very hard for them to trust the pe others. Yeah, when, they, when we meet online, you're a stranger, you don't know me, me I, I don't know you. So it's hard for me to buy things from you, and you're very, very uh, afraid if I, I won't pay the money to you or not. So in 2003, when we launched the Taobao, it's very hard to, 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 to develop our business. Uh, and then we found a way that is uh, uh, launched Alipay. Alipay actually at that time is just uh, to provide the escrow, escrow payment service, escrow service. So if I'm purchasing products from you, I pay the money to Alipay first. And Alipay will inform you, I already got the money, you can deliver the products to, uh, to the customer. And when I get it, if it is uh, it's the same as what you said online, I'm satisfied, and then I just uh, tell Alipay, or okay, you can wire the money. Otherwise, just uh, I return to you. I pay the delivery fee. So that's uh, the very simple model at that time. So, but it is quite useful for, for our our um, customers. And it worked. It worked it's very well. Really, yeah. It worked very well. The other thing is that we can compete with eBay at that time. We found the Chinese people actually, when they purchase um, products, before that they just like bargaining. They like talking, communicating, yeah. So we just uh, launched a, a, a messenger tool, that's uh, Taobao Wang Wang. Taobao Wang Wang, so uh, it is uh, just uh, different between eBay. You know, eBay just uh, mm, doesn't encourage um, buyer and, and the seller to talk online. But we just found that is actually the habit for Chinese market, and then just we launched that. So one is Alipay, the other is the messenger. So make the the business booming very fast. So in that, like you know, there's this this typical problem of a marketplace is this disintermediation where you might be worried that the chat would be able to connect the two and then they don't do the Alipay bit, they try and figure out how to pay each other. But you found that connecting the two and having that open communication was actually an advantage. But actually, it is a, a safeguard the transaction. So that's why the consumer want to do it and not just uh, meet online and then just uh, pay by other way. In other way, you know, you know already some ha something happened. Yeah, yeah. The money was was cheated, mm -hmm. so they believe that. Yeah, because at that time, actually, we want the bank to do that business, but if this bank do it, the other bank don't want to work together. So, um, for us, we have already five years history, already um, accumulated the the trust in the market. So why not we do it by ourselves? <laughs> so that's why we do it. But really worked very well. With, with, with the launch of Taobao, when was it the time that you came to work and you were like, this is really going to be big? Sorry? Was, it, was there a, a time when you came to work and you're like, this is really going to be a big thing? Taobao? Yeah. When, when we did, and did it, actually, it's uh, nothing. It's really nothing. But later on, we found that after we have the Alipay, and, ha, ha, and we have the messenger. It's booming very, very fast. And, the, and then just, uh, 
I forgot it's a one year or two years, just uh, eBay just uh, Disappear. yeah, disappeared. And what yeah. can you talk about? Uh, I guess it's like a, a dream of many of us to have this startup that goes from you know one or two employees to you know hundreds of employees. Can you talk about the growth um, internally and how you dealt with the growth and how you kept um, uh, the culture a culture that was unique to Alibaba and to Taobao as you grew so fast? Mm, I think yeah. I think Alibaba, why I can stay this company for more than 17 years and three months? Uh, this company is a dream-driven company, mission-driven company. Yeah, and then just uh, you think is uh, you work in this company is very meaningful, and everyone's like a dream dream maker. And even today, everyone join this company, you are another dream maker to make Alibaba the, it is a one, we want to make this company for 102 years at least. So actually now today is just a beginning. So everything we do is just for, is making the history of this company. It's great, it's really great. So um, in the early days of Alibaba actually, our culture is very humble very humble and actually we have also very unique DNA of our culture but we haven't summarized what is the DNA of Alibaba at that time. But in the 2000 year, we um, recruited a COO from um, GE. GE, you know, they are very unique about culture. So the CEO just uh, um, helped us to organize that. What kind of things, what's the unique DNA do you guys think this company have? So we just uh, listing a lot on the board. And then just uh, summarize as uh, nine values, nine core values, also including some innovation and the simple teamwork and customer first or whatever, it's a nine. But you know, nine, sometimes you cannot remember it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it says, et cetera. <laughs> And in 2006, we just uh, uh, discussed again. And then nowadays, our value is uh, six core values. Everyone can very easy to remember that. It's like a period. So customer first is the, uh, the, the top one. We, in our company's philosophy, there's a customer first, um, employee second, and the shareholder third. It is very unique and also very important. If everyone, you know, so when, when you are a small company and also SME or startup companies, sometimes you really want more uh, some VC or investor to, um, yeah, to, 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 to support you, right? But after that, actually, you will miss the direction or sometimes you 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 out of control. Yeah, so you still always need to be, to, con- con- to make the decision for the leader is very important. So that's what Jack said, so we just want to find the right investor. Even if we have no money, in the investor interest for us, but we, it's not, it's, it's not the same direction. We, we would rather to forget and just uh, give it up. So customer first, always just be customer first. And then the uh, sixth value is the team, teamwork, em, embrace change and uh, integrity, passion, and uh, um, just commitment. 
that's our it's our value. So always our value, you know, is a value is like something is not so concrete, but we make it very concrete. So in our um, performance evaluation, um, half is our is a business performance. The other half is our value performance. Right. So also, if you want to get the, the high school for a value evaluation, you need to to persuade what's the example, and what's the showcase, and the, the management, the leader also need to find yeah to observe that what yeah what your employees yeah is doing good or bad or not. So that is, I think, is a, we are the dream-driven company, mission-driven company, also value-driven company. That is very important to make us, even from the scratch and to now, it's, just a, it's a big company now. And also, like I know you're very proud about diversity too, right? There's a lot of, it's a 50-50 split between men and women yeah. in Alibaba? Mm -hmm. It's uh, 40, 48 employees are uh, uh, women. And 34 percent of the um, top management team uh, are women. Yeah. So actually, we um, we think it's very normal, and all the things uh, in our company just uh, it, it's a system or policy, all the same to men or women. Uh, it's very equal. So we do not necessarily to make any special policy for women. Yeah, but. But it's very colorful. We just found that actually, for IT guys maybe yeah more more male, but for customer service more female. But we know, you know Jack said there's a three Q, uh, IQ, EQ, and uh, LQ. So people need to have the LQ. Uh, if you um, if you want to be success, so you need to have the uh, an IQ. If you don't want to be fail, you need to have an um, EQ, but if you do want you if you want to be respected, you need to have LQ. LQ means love, love you. So women actually will care more about um, men. Yeah, men always care about job, work, but women care about um, husband, care about um, children, also care about uh, the, the works. So yeah, so that is uh, also you know for a lot of things, and, and our and our our company also will care about a lot of products and the customer experience, and women will always care more about that. Right. And also you know on our platform, a lot of um, shoppers, uh, yeah, they are they are women. All right. Yeah, and also we create a, a lot of job opportunity for, for women. You know, a lot of um, unenabled um, people, also those housewives, yeah, they were using our Taobao platform to um, create, we just uh, help them to create the job opportunity. Very cool. Yeah, so today actually we have already created more than 30 million job opportunities in China. But our goal is one to create 100 million job opportunities globally. Also here, we also want to help Australian business as well. You can clap that. <laughs> um, 
So you opened, you opened the perfect, perfect kind of timing. Uh, can sorry, we? I, I haven't finished. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Introduction of Alibaba's business. You know. Please, please. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. So, yeah. Oh no, I don't make it short. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Take as long as you want. This is, this is the best. Okay, so in the past 18 years, actually Alibaba built up an e-commerce ecosystem. So including the e-commerce platforms and also entertainment platforms, also local service platform. And so for the e-commerce, that's Alibaba, yeah, for B2B and also Taobao C2C. And later we have the B2C and Timor. So Timor is a, is a platform for business to face, um, business owner, brand owner, retailer to face our consumer directly. Yeah, but for, for the business here, actually, if you want to, on that platform, you need to have the company registered in China, inventory in China, and also have the local team there. So it's like uh, you are a company in China, obey all the law in China. So that's Timor. We have already um, more than um, 10,000, um, 70,000, those um, brands, international brands on our uh, Timor platform, including the luxury brands, um, Barbary, and, uh, uh, L'Oreal, and also and Apple, and uh, also a lot, of, a lot of, I cannot come yet. And then the other platform is a Timor Global. Timor Global actually is a cross-border e-commerce uh, platform. We help the business uh, here. So it's an overseas um, brand. Yeah, you just uh, register company here, not register, no any presence in China, no inventory in China. And then you can using the platform to open a flagship store and just uh, to testing order. But most of them, are they are the, the brands already have awareness in China, then can workable on this platform. If your brand is a, uh, is a small brand, also maybe just lack of, unique here, but just lack of the awareness in China, that is not the stage for you to open the flash store. So you need to building up the brand first, uh, branding first, and then to use that platform. And also we have the Taobao actually, just now I mentioned the C2C Taobao model, right? And Taobao also we have the, a part for an international brand. We call this a Taobao Global. So Taobao Global actually nowadays we have already 10 years history. So actually a lot of um, Australian um, brands using Taobao Global to find the resellers in China to help you to, to, uh, to, 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 to do the marketing for you, uh, just uh, helping to, to be your marketers in China. So those people actually, they have um, different skills. So different people, the different way to promote your products in China. So in Taobao Globe, actually, we have two groups to, to, to promote for the international brands. One is the resellers, they located in China, living in China, so they simply selling products. So some big resellers, they also were using our Bonny Warehouse and then to, and to, to sell the products to China, Chinese consumers. And the other group for Taobao Global actually is uh, people living here. We call this uh, it's a merchandiser. Merchandiser. So this Monday, actually, we, um, Taobao Global leader come, uh, came here and uh, we align with the merchandisers here together to launch a merchandiser alliance. So we, we call it a merchandiser then, rather than 代购. I think it's a 代购 
um, some of the, the market is already some chaos and uh, um, a lot of channel is a great channel. So in our Taobao Global um, platform, actually we formalize that and also we cooperate with the, 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 the logistic partners and then also we, we just uh, give, give them more support from the marketing, also connecting with brands brands and uh, those resellers and merchandise together. And the other thing that on our platform, we have the video channel. So live streaming video channel. So, you know, those merchandise are living here. They know the life, lifestyle in Australia. They know the brands better. They know the products better. Then they can do the live streaming using Taobao live streaming in their Taobao group. So one group can, can have the 500 people and you can and get another group and then just to help the brands do the live streaming, whatever it is in David Jones or maybe just the brands and have the, the event you can, to do the promotion for the brand. So it's quite good for those new brands or, or maybe some brands lack of the awareness at this stage using this channel to help you to promote. And the other thing is, uh, yeah, several um, uh, e-commerce platforms, including B2B, B2C, and import and export. And entertainment platform, very unique, is Youku. Youku is the largest uh, video channel in China. We have already 580 million users in China. Uh, everyone's familiar, it's like uh, uh, YouTube in China. Uh, but YouTube, you know, YouTube, whatever, it's an e-commerce platform or video or other platform, you can see some similar model in this local market. But in Alibaba, all these kind of things, we just like a family. One family, so we can make it more, much, much powerful, combined together. Also, big data can help it a lot. And also, we have the local, and also, yeah, in the future, Alibaba, uh, just beside the business also, our direction is happy and uh, health. So also we have the Ali Sport, Ali Music, also Ali Picture. In Ali Picture, we cooperate with very famous and director Steve Spielberg. And also we invested the film Mission Impossible Fifth. Um, a lot of imagination. Yeah, we can just a telling story. Maybe in the future, maybe your brand is in our, in our film, our movie. <laughs> And the local service, including Fliggy. Fliggy is uh, the, the travel platforms. And, uh, and also we have a Kobei, like a Zumato here. Uh, Ulema is like a, a Melbourne takeaway. Uh, so a lot of uh, services on our platform. But all these platforms supported by our payment logistic and, and Alimama advertising platform, also the, the AliCloud computing. So beside Alibaba is a dream-driven company, mission-driven company, and a value-driven company. Also, we are a data-driven company. So it actually, it's a big data on that platform. You know, for example, uh, we just uh, a fleeky platform and uh, work close with um, our Alipay. You know, yeah, uh, we will know who will come to Australia. And then just so we, we can push those information to, to those um, Alipay users. And Alipay nowadays, actually, we, um, the, is the most, free, most, late, most frequently used payment method in China, much more than, than, cash, than cash. So when I'm in China, not necessary to, 
to, to, to take one penny with me, only my mobile. Yeah, I will use my mobile, for, use the Alipay app on my mobile to call a taxi, uh, to pay a taxi, to go, to go shopping in the supermarkets, to, to, um, and to, to watch a movie, also to whatever, and pay utility for my bill. And even I just uh, want to buy a fruit um, on the street, I even can use Alipay. Because the, even those people, yeah, from rural area, they, can, they, they also have the Alipay account. Yeah, even including my parents, the, the old generation, they also can, they will use Alipay. And Alipay nowadays, the transaction volume is bigger than either MasterCard or Visa card. Our goal is surpassing both of them combination. And the China Logistic Company is a, is a company, a logistic company created under DT time. It's a data time, data technology time, not Donald Trump time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, the DT time means that uh, under the big data. So you know, we have the very famous um, fa uh, festival created by Alibaba called the Double Eleven Shopping Festival. We created this um, festival in 2009, so the second year uh, after uh, team were launched. So at that time, only in the first year, only 26 merchants participated into this festival. We want to create the festival to, for the merchants to thank, thank the consumer. The consumer celebrate for them. And, but for us, it's actually it's a rehearsal for testing our infrastructure. But you know, a lot of things now that happen on our platform, you know, for um, payment is actually also working with the bank. So be behind the Alipay, also the, the, the bank, bank be behind that, bank account in, in, uh, behind that. And also for uh, the, the logistic, we, we cope with our partners. So the first year when we um, held the, the Double Eleven Shopping Festival, the midnight, when the campaign happened, when the campaign began, all the partners, all the partners, just uh, the system crashed. Payment, logistics all crashed. But only 26 merchants. Today, uh, last year is our, uh, the eighth years for Double Eleven Shopping Festival. So um, almost 100,000 merchants participate into that. And uh, just this one day, we generated 657 million parcels just in 24 hours. And you know, it's, uh, for Alipay, the, the, the peaks, just uh, 120,000 orders just processed by Alipay per second as peak. And 175 thousand orders processed to buy the, the, the payment, just the, 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 the transaction is on Ali, uh, Ali Cloud computing, also for per second, per, per second. So that's actually, it is a great, um, it's a rehearsal, it's an opportunity rehearsal for us to testing the, opt in the, 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 the infrastructure. So and Alipay, I think is, uh, uh, sorry, Ali Cloud computing, I think is also, it's a great opportunity for startup companies today here. Yeah, because you know. Um, Give us the firewall. Um, you know, we have a, 
we have a, a project named uh, um, Creation at Alibaba Cloud. You can search online. Um, this project is, is support, um, supported the, the, uh, the startup companies. So we will provide the, the marketing support, also finance support, and also yeah, the technology support. Uh, and you know, actually we also, if you want to find the in, investor in China, also we will just uh, help you to connect. So some, some companies, uh, we, we will um, create some uh, marketing event in China, including some famous in VCs in there. So those startup companies they have the opportunity to talk with those VCs and get the opportunity. In the last year, actually, already we have several Australian companies already get the benefit, got the benefit from that, from this uh, project. Well, hopefully we can help. And, and you know, actually, Ali Cloud Computing now is the top three um, cloud service provider right. globally. So we actually have the same capability uh, with Amazon, but our, our, our price is much, much cheaper. <laughs> Very attractive, right? You know, every year, Double Eleven Shopping Festival, we have already testing our infrastructure. And a lot of just attack, we just, uh, yeah, or already just, uh, yeah, nothing happened. And yeah, oh no, it's a big data, you know? It's a big data. So if you want to do the business in China, that's a great opportunity. We have the data behind it. Yeah, so if you yeah, have the opportunity to, to own our platform, actually you're just facing the millions of um, consumers on, on our platform. So can I, can I backpedal a little bit and then I'll get to the questions? Because um, the, the merchandisers, as you call them, is that the great starting point for people looking to export Australian products, is to, to talk with these merchandisers? Yeah. You know, uh, last week is our uh, Melbourne Fashion Festival. We, um, we organized a, a group, an A-Pass group, come to experience the lifestyle here in Australia. What is A-Pass member? They are the premium uh, member of our consumers. So their average uh, expense um, for every year is, is 45,000 US dollars. So we will just uh, help those um, those um, members to. They have a club on our platform. They have a black card um, 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 club. So they have the, some privilege uh, right. For example, some high premium products only provide to them. And also, yeah. So last week actually, we we brought a group of APAS members to come here. And also, we brought some KOLs to come here. Some KOLs they have already. Uh, five million uh, followers behind that, and that just uh, they they. What's the KOL? Sorry. KOL is a key opinion leader. Okay. And also someone is uh, cyber celebrities, yeah. So they have their own uh, Weibo account. Also they have their account on Taobao platform. So when they do the live streaming, yeah, their followers will just follow them to 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 look. So last week, you know the. Uh, we brought a um, Chinese um, celebrity, Mary Ma, Ma Yanli, is a supermodel, uh, come to Australia. And the, she had a um, conversation with uh, Fiona Meyer. So one um, in the front, 
the, the Meyer family. Yeah, you know, the Ma uh, Fiona Meyer has a white story, the for for white white shirt, and the Mary Ma also have a brand Nia White, uh, also just a, for for white shirt. So they have the uh, they they have a, just a collaboration and also conversation um, together to talk about the, what's the philosophy because they are all they are all the supermodel before and now they are all the designer for their own brand. Yeah, so a lot of story behind it. And then we have the, our uh, merchandiser, yeah, go to attend the show and uh, go to attend the, their conversation dialogue. Di we are shooting a dialogue for them and later on we'll on our Yuku, Yuku channel. So they also uh, on, the, on the spot and just do the live streaming and telling people what, what they uh, just experience. And, uh, yeah, just uh, a lot of things they can sharing, but it's quite attract a lot of uh, consumers to uh, followers to to watch that. Yeah, and also this an um, APAS um, trip also uh, live streamed on our we were uh, on our platform, and uh, those uh, merchandisers that you do the live streaming several days ago together with them. Yeah, also attract those so consumer. So uh, I lied. Before we get one question, one more question before we go to the questions. Um, so why Australia? Why, why, why did why Melbourne? Um, and then I'll get in, jump into some of these questions. Um, uh, Australia actually, I think, is a part of our globalization strategy. So after two thousand fourteen, Alibaba IPO'd in uh, New York, and we set up three strategies globalization, rural development, and uh, big data. So um, globalization is our top priority strategy of Alibaba Group. So we want to connect millions of con uh, merchants from the merchant markets, including Australia, New Zealand, Europe, U U US, and Japan, to, to those consumer markets, including China, uh, India, and Southeast Asia. Yeah, so Australia, we see that is actually like a country brand. We have clean water, air, and soil, and we have the yeah all the green, clean, organic products. So those products actually already is well sought out by Chinese consumers. So we just uh, on our platform, Double Eleven Shopping Festival last year, Australia already ranked number four. And our Taobao Global actually now already ranked number one, yeah, for the demand of Australian products. Yeah, so that's why we Australia will be part of our globalization strategy. Yeah. Is is Alibaba looking to invest in Australian health products, Australian uh, Australian products? Companies? Yeah, or like Australian companies that are doing. Um, well, vitamins is kind of cliche, but vitamins, health, um, anything. Is, are they looking to invest in those kind of companies directly? Um, better, better not to do that. Um, but we are a platform. We are a platform. So we help the more the brands, retailers on that. But we also have the uh, Timor direct import. So we were purchasing and uh, and uh, and uh, sell products for them. But that that model does not is not for for us to make profit. We want to help the brands grow. So we were using that, that to help them using different channels in the, to, to make success. But later on, if they want to uh, open a store, 
uh, have the capability they can open. But even some existing um, brands, they can also, even if they have already uh, storefront on our Timor Global, they can also using the Timor direct import to um, purchase several SKUs, the hero products, to make more yeah, transaction in Chinese uh, China market. How is how is that picked? Are you, how do you do? Does the Australian company approach you, and then mm. you like you know you know look at the company, look at the product range, and think this is something we want to get behind? Or how does that work? Um, for for Timor and the Timor Global, actually nowadays already more than fourteen hundred brands, Australian brands, on our Timor and the Timor Global platform, and eighty percent of them, the first time, first entry to China, but. How can we find those brands actually according to our data? Because you, we are already the the those the platform, yeah, and Taobao already um, fourteen years, yeah. So we accumulate a lot of data on that, so we can see a lot of like demand. For example, that is a Swiss. They opened the storefront actually just last year. But before that, according to those data, we, those big data we found, Swiss is already the biggest um, vitamin, um, vitamin demand on our platform. And then we, we just uh, let them know about it. Yeah, you already is so huge. Why not you just open the storefront platform for yourself? Because you know, too many channels, maybe it's not good for you to make the branding. Yeah, so it's like it's good for you to open a flagship store and uh, yeah, branding by yourselves and also control those um, the price is the better. Yeah, so that's like a, it's a it's a, a big data driven to to do that. And the other thing that's for more um, big uh, small brands, small and medium sized brands. Also, we actually have several ways. So one is for Taobao Global to, to do the marketing and the building the branding first. The other way that actually they can also um, have the other, um, uh, other channels on our maybe Australian Post. Um, the Chemical House last year became the largest international merchants. Yeah, just double 11 shopping festival one, one, one day. Their transaction is 100 million and IMB. So uh, they also incorporate those brands. So brands also can work with them. Yeah, using their, because they have already the, the brand branding in, in China market. People know, know that. So your pro product selling on that also will be attract a lot of uh, consumers. All right. Uh -huh. Cool. Um, so I'm going to take a couple of these questions. Uh, what, what was your introduction to Australia like in Timor? That's interesting. What was you, your introduction to Australian life? Yeah, so your first, the first time you came here to Australia, I imagine you were looking at Sydney, and what, what was it like, and why, why Melbourne? <laughs> because I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, uh, Melbourne, uh, for in business perspective, I think um, it's, it's, also, um, it, it's, it's also, you know, a lot of uh, manufacturers, uh -huh. yeah, they're located in Melbourne. Yeah, Swiss um, chemist warehouse, and uh, yeah, a lot of company already uh, in that. Yeah, not because we were a better city. 
Melbourne, right? For me, yeah, I, I like, you know, I, I live in Melbourne, so I love Melbourne a lot. Yeah, this company is a really multi um, cultural company, uh, uh, city, and also very uh, active in, uh, you know, the art, um, sports, and very just uh, and diversity. Uh, and also, coffee is really good. <laughs> I think it's, uh, it's a capital of coffee, exactly. Yeah, just Melbourne, you know, each coffee, sh coffee shop you go into, yeah, the, the coffee is the same. It's really amazing. It's beautiful. <laughs> Everyone says coffee. <laughs> um, what, what people is Alibaba looking to hire in, in Melbourne? I, you know, we've got James here tonight. He's running around like crazy. I imagine you are too. How, how does, uh, how, what's, uh, uh, you've, you know, you've set up the cloud, um, cloud guy, I can't remember the guy yeah. there. So what, what, what are you looking, who are you looking to hire and how, how are you going to grow out Melbourne? Uh, in Australia, actually, um, we as like uh, an embassy re re representing Alibaba group, the whole group, <coughs> and then to find the uh, demand from the, con uh, the, 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 uh, the, the merchants here and then just uh, utilizing the Alibaba groups of those resources to help the, the merchants here. And also we have the Alicloud Computing, the team here want to help the more startup companies and SMEs. And also we have the local team for Alipay. Alipay, uh, yeah, just uh, to uh, more coverage in, in Australia uh, to help uh, to attract more tourists here. Yeah, so Alipay and Alicloud, they also have the, they are the business team. Yeah, just, uh, uh, we will also have, we're recruiting people here. And yeah, but for, they just, uh, you know, the, it's uh, uh, industry knowledge, also very important. For Alicloud computing also, we, yeah, we need the salespeople, also technology uh, related people. For us here, um, you know, First, first um, direction is that, yeah, they know this market very well. They know the brands very well. Uh, and, and then they can help those, they have the experience how to help those brands to maybe to um, access to China market or the Asian market. Yeah, that's how what, what we will, and also for, for marketing and those kind of, uh, Similar experience will be very important. Sales and marketing goes for Timor as well. Mm, no sales. Sales actually, and that's what we we will find the BD BD team. But we have already the BD team uh, in Sydney and in Melbourne. Yeah, but yeah, later on, according to our growth, yeah, we will recruit more. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, what kind of businesses would uh, Australian businesses would Alibaba looking be looking to acquire? Would you look to buy any food business? Or would you look to buy any technology companies? You know, um, that's related to the, the the question of the investment. Um, who knows? <laughs> yeah, always there's a new opportunities there. So actually, Alibaba, we are building the e-commerce uh, ecosystem. So whatever is related in the uh, ecosystem. If we lack of that, maybe we will consider. Yeah, well, just uh, around that ecosystem. Okay. Um, 
but it's, it's so big. It could be it could be something for the e-commerce, but it could be like yep. trying to pitch you a new film for mm -hmm. Alibaba Films yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. Right. Sometimes maybe it is not uh, it's not uh, in their uh, existing strategy, but maybe that is if it is a good opportunity. Yeah, maybe we also consider. Cool. Yeah. Do we just? Bombard James with the emails from all the companies. Is that what we do? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But James, just put your hand up real quick. James is the head of corporate affairs, yeah, uh, for Alibaba. Um, if you want to come say hello to him at the end, yeah. Yeah, James is a, a director of uh, corporate affairs and marketing and PR. He was the former CEO of ACBC. Yeah, he yeah. Supported me a lot, yeah, and uh, make a lot of things happen. Very cool. Very Thank cool. you, James. <laughs> um, for Australian business wanting to start selling in China internationally, we talked a little bit about that. What are the obstacles you have found as a woman in business? Um, maybe the balance of work and the life will be part of that. Yeah, always you need to. Yeah, care about the family, and also you, you also want to focus on your job. Yeah, so sometimes you need to make the balance by yourself. Yeah, both are all important. Yeah. Supporting husband, I bet too. Mm -hmm. Supporting husband, he's. Um, not supporting a husband, but actually. <laughs> like uh, not supporting, like uh, it's know, the life, like, you know, like, right? Like. Um, so when I, you know, I'm, I'm very busy on the working time, but even uh, but at the weekend, I will spend more time to stay with with family. Yeah. You said because you said you had the six month old just when the, you became the founder of Taobao, right? Oh, uh, my, my 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 husband support me a lot. Yeah, yeah. Without his support, I cannot be uh, sitting here. <laughs> very cool. Um, the let's take the next one. So. How will Alibaba and Amazon, if you want to, impact Australian retail? Australian retailers. What do you think? What do you think? Mm, um, I think that is uh, Alibaba. Actually, we are diverse, uh, very diverse business on our platforms. For for our main focus here, actually, we want to help the the local business to. Um, to to access to more more markets, including China, also Southeast Asia and India, and also we acquired the the largest uh, e-commerce platform in Southeast Asia, Acquire and invest the largest e-wallet in India, Paytm. So that will make it happen. Now we're focusing on China, but in the future later, yeah, also those markets can be accessible. Yeah, so that's our the main focus to help the business here. So retailers here, I think the everyone, yeah, welcome us. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, let's do last one here. Uh, what can your platform offer a startup company? You talked about creation uh, yeah. and um, a company I, with a limited budget. How, how do they get support and, and launch into China? Which one? That, well, we're back one. <laughs> I missed it. What, what's your advice? What's your advice to the startup trying to go in, going to China, and how can how can Alibaba Group help? I think I already answered that question. Yeah, you forget it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, what, what will the Alibaba, f uh, sorry, the, log the logistics and delivery efficiency is relatively low compared to China. Um, what will, what, will that be an obstacle to Alibaba's business model? Mm. Well, uh, yeah, logistics also would be very important for the cross-border e-commerce or import and export. I think we always striving to find a better solution. Even we have already just uh, support the, the business here. Uh, you know, for cross-border e-commerce also, we have a GFC, Global Fulfillment Center in Sydney. Yeah, and you know, for Chemist Warehouse last year, so huge transaction. Yeah, they were using the, that we call actually is a um, consolidate, consolidated warehouse. So they, they can do the pick and pack, and then deliver from here. And using the um, global fulfillment center, actually they save half time, uh, uh, sorry, half of the time for delivery. So only seven days yeah, from Australia to, to China, even just the, and the double 11 shopping festival. Can startups access the pick and pack in the warehousing or is it only reserved to people on the paying to be on the platform? Um, that is um, just provided to Timor Global, uh, Timor, uh, Timor Global. So Timor Global and merchants actually they have the opportunity. One is that and their products pre-store in Borneo housing in China. The other way is that they can bulk delivery to the global fulfillment center, and those people can help them help help them to do pick and pack service in the food delivery. Very cool. Mm -hmm. um, but we also want to find better solution in the future. Yeah, if more, we welcome. Yeah. Great. The, the, and then last one, just for the Jack fans, in, in which way does Jack contribute to the to the product now, and, and what are what are his strengths and? Um, Actually, Jack now, he already retired from CEO role. Yeah, so he won't just uh, talking about those business. That's uh, what our CEO Daniel's job. Yeah, so his job now is chairman yeah, of the group. So he always do those focusing on those, uh, what chairman need to do. Yeah, and he focus, also focus on uh, CSR. Yeah, he, yeah, a lot of, you know, he just uh, made the donation uh, in New South, New, Newcastle, right? 20 million uh, US dollar to just uh, um, cultivate the young generation and for future um, the leadership in Australia. And yeah, he cared about the environment and also a lot of things, yeah, we're talking about you know, he, 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 he had a lot of conversation with uh, those country leaders uh, and also, yeah, a lot of opportunities for, for those to, to more and more for the future. Very cool. Mm -hmm. I want everyone back on their feet and a big thank you to Maggie for coming out tonight. Startup Grind, visit us at startupgrind.com or join us at an event in a city near you. Until next time, chase the vision and keep hustling.